Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another edition of the Mickey Blog Podcast. I am your host, Jared, alongside Alyssa Antonelli, my trusty co-host and the co-owner of Mickey Travels, our primary sponsor of the Mickey Blog Podcast. We'll talk more about Mickey Travels later on in the episode. But today, we are focused on Christmas because it is officially that time of year, folks. Christmas season has hit the Disney parks and we are ready to roll covering every single Disney Christmas-related and holiday-related story. So be sure to be tuned in to Mickey Blog all throughout this festive season to stay up to date with all of it. And I know Alyssa and I are personally very excited for this time of year because we are both huge Christmas fans. and We've been hyping up the amount of Christmas episodes we're going to have for you guys. So stay tuned. There's a lot of exciting Christmas episodes yet to come. Uh, yeah, I, I think, I think, uh, you're going to share my sentiment on all that, Alyssa, correct? Oh my goodness. Um, I'm not sad Halloween's over. Is that bad? <laughs> I'm, no, I'm not. it's not um, bad. I mean, it's, it's fun. It, you know, we didn't get a lot of trick-or-treaters that kind of disappointed me. Um, it, we actually were in Magic Kingdom. I know people are like, well, how do you know how many, how, who came to your house? Cause you were in Magic Kingdom for the very last, uh, the second to last not so scary, um, but we have a ring, so I could see, I put a big thing of candy out. It Not was many. barely touched. I was like, "What's going on?" Um, you know, you know. I am. I will say this: not only Disney is like has transformed, Magic Kingdom has transformed. Um, I'm just noticing it sort of everywhere around Orlando. Um, yeah, houses are starting to be decorated with lights. And I see Christmas trees. In, in people's homes. So, I mean, people are ready. Like, yeah, it's no joke. And Jared, um, is your tree in storage or is it up in your house right now? <laughs> oh, it is. It is up. I'm not going to lie to you. It, it is up. And, uh, and my wife had me hanging lights like throughout my, my walls inside of our living room because we're in an apartment, so we can't do the outdoor light situation. So did uh, you love it last night when it was dark and, Everything oh yeah. Felt nice it, and cozy. Well, it was funny. I texted you once my tree was up and you had said actually that they say, you know, there's science behind it making people happier. And I and I've always read that as well, that like Christmas lights and, and decorating can, Did you can make the people theory? happier. And I look, I was I was smiling on my couch last night. That's all I'm gonna say. So I mean, look, it's science, people. Okay, put up your trees and don't <laughs> feel ashamed. This uh, is a PSA. Put up yeah, your tree tonight, and you will be exactly, happier for it. Exactly. But uh, regardless, I did want to mention before we jump into our Mickey's Very Merry Focus Party episode. Super excited for that. I just want to give a quick little shout out to every single one of our listeners, viewers, supporters, because today is a special episode, folks. Today is episode 52. That means we have been doing this podcast for exactly one year. So one year ago today is when the Mickey Blog Podcast first started. And I just want to say from the bottom of my heart how appreciated I am for everybody who has supported this. We've had tens of thousands of downloads, but beyond that, just so many wonderful comments. I've seen people in the parks who watch the show. It's It's been such a wonderful journey to do this. It started as just like a hopefully a few people listen and to have people who make it a part of their weekly and Friday routine is, is very special uh, to me. And and I know it's special to Alyssa and the whole Mickey blog team. So 
So thank you so much for everybody who supported us and uh, can't wait for hopefully many more uh, wonderful Disney podcast episodes to come. Uh, so yeah, just wanted to say that real quick. That's amazing, a year. And thank you so much for, as you said, Jared, just to piggyback, thank you for the support that everybody yeah. gives. I mean, to be really honest, if I may, because you know I am, um, I think this started as something, Jared, that you really wanted you to kind of make the connection between Mickey Blog, Mickey Travels in a more personable type of way. Absolutely. Um, and I was lucky enough to come on board uh, I don't know, a couple months ago um, to join you. Um, it makes us happy. And it's just so nice to think that it might make some other people happy or they might learn something or they might just laugh at us. That's okay too, right? Yeah. It's all good. We're here for it. Yeah, whatever the reasons are, we appreciate you guys. I mean, I can't even tell you how many wonderful uh, reviews and comments and, and messages I've gotten since we started this show. And, and it just, it always makes me happy when people say nice things about the show, because the entire mission of the Mickey blog podcast is like Alyssa say, we want to bring people together, both from the Mickey blog family and the Mickey travels family and, and share, uh, you know, what we do here. Um, but we also wanted to find and, and create a very positive environment. We want people to have a show where they can come in and, and hear people be positive about Disney and, and be positive in general and hopefully make you laugh, usually at my expense, but that's fine. Regardless, whatever your reasons are, as Alyssa said, we're very appreciative of you all. And here's to many more, uh, you know, Mickey Blog podcasts in the future. Awesome. Um, so let's jump right into today's episode because today we are talking about Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party 2023. At the time of recording this episode, I just want to clarify that Alyssa and I have not yet actually gone, but today in this episode, we're doing a deep dive, a guide, have you, for all of you out there. If you're thinking about going, if you're planning on going, if you've even thought about it or maybe you don't know anything about this party at all. That is totally okay. Whatever your reasons are for tuning into this episode, the entire intention here is Alyssa and I are going to give you a sort of step-by-step -step guide on this amazing, amazing event that's held at the Magic Kingdom. And beyond that, hopefully it helps you plan if you are planning on going. So we're going to jump right into this. And at the time of this episode yeah, actually dropping. Jared? Yeah, go by ahead. By the way, I may. And let's not forget that if anybody wants to go, Mickey Travels can help them get there. Absolutely. So, and we're going to talk lots more about uh, why this episode and several of our many other ones have been so important to talk about Mickey Travels. So we'll probably talk even more about Mickey Travels than usual today, uh, just because, as Alyssa said, Mickey Travels can book those Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party tickets for you. And let me tell you, sometimes they're hard to get and it's not so easy to book them. So it's important and useful to go through Mickey Travels for all that. But regardless, as I was just mentioning, I just wanted to also say that that this episode, of course, is dropping on Friday, as every episode does. So the party will have just happened last night. So if you're listening right now and you're thinking, oh, wow, I don't want to just listen to Jared and Alyssa talk about Very Mary, head over to the Mickey blog pages because there's going to be so much amazing footage and reviews, stories, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, all sorts of posts about Very Mary from opening night. We will be there opening night and we cannot wait. 
So let's jump right into this, Alyssa. Before we jump into a more specifics, what is your first memory of Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party? And uh, how has your sort of love for this event evolved over the years? I asked you something similar when we did our Not So Scary episode. But for me, it's always been my favorite. And I, yes, I know I'm a Christmas fan. I know that's not surprising uh, for anybody who's listening to this podcast. But regardless, it's just been, it's such a special event to me. And I'm sure it is to you as well. Well, as I mentioned for the, the Not So Scary Halloween episode, my first Not So Scary Halloween party was in 2010. A couple, couple years ago, a little, little ways back. Um and uh, and that was my first party, so I had not been to you know a Christmas party, and um, obviously experienced it, didn't experience it the same year. Um, it was a couple of years later, um, and like you, I am a huge fan of Christmas. Um, obviously, I will say, all joking aside, when I said good riddance to Halloween, Disney just does it right. You know, um, we enjoyed being in Magic Kingdom on Halloween night, seeing the Booty Parade, lots of fun. Mm-hmm. Ready for the, you know, the Christmas season. Um, <laughs> so I would just say, for me, I think if I could think of like a memory that sort of seeps in about the Very Merry Christmas Party, I think I was amazed standing on Main Street, pretty warm weather the first time I went, and there was snow. Yeah. And... Uh, now, granted, let for our listeners and viewers, not real snow, um, <laughs> Snope, to be honest. And Jared, Snope. you can elaborate a little bit more if you want on Snope. But um, you're standing in Orlando, you know, if you will. Um, the beauty of the Magic Kingdom, all decorated for the holidays. And it's, again, certainly not as cold as it was where we used to live in New Jersey. And it just started snowing. And I, I think I was in amazement that that was happening and it really set the tone for the rest of the evening and it was magical. Yeah. I, I couldn't agree more. I mean, I always remembered, uh, my mom, you know, my growing up Christmas was such a big deal in my household, but I'll save the sentimental stuff for the very end of the episode. Like I did, (laughs) like I did prior. But one of the things that I, you know, always, um, think about with very Mary was in 2014, I brought my now wife to her first very merry party and she had no idea we were going. It was a big surprise the day of. And I remember walking down Main Street just seeing her like so excited, so happy. We were both so happy and like the snope, which as Alyssa said, I'll elaborate. Snope is basically fake snow, but it's it's soap. It's little pieces of soap, you know, white snow white soap that's coming down, falling from the sky. So uh, it it just looks exactly like snow. So, but it's it's those little extra magical memories that make make this party so special. But you know, for me, I just wanted to go through a little bit of the particulars about the event because planning these events, planning a trip to Mickey's Very Merry, is not always the easiest you know thing in the world. We understand that it can get more complicated. Even more reason to go through Mickey Travels and have a Mickey Travels agent plan it and book it for you because they're those agents over there can plan and book every single part of your night for you and help you through every step of the way but just just for your information let's talk a lot a little bit about specifics here so the party takes place at 7 p.m to midnight um on each of the party nights and although 
it starts at 7 p.m., quote unquote, the entry that is available to guests actually begins at 4 p.m. So you can actually go in at 4 p.m. And we highly recommend showing up at that time. Um, I know that is one of my biggest pieces of advice for this this episode. And I would assume that yours is um, uh, pretty similar, Alyssa. But But I can just say that there's a lot of value at showing up at an earlier time. Getting there at four, it gives you that extra few hours of park time, but it also allows you to sort of get in before the uh, mad rush of people that will partake pretty close to 6, 7 p.m. Because those gates get a little busy, uh, which we have seen in the past. So would you agree with that, Alyssa? I've actually, for those parties, even holding a ticket, um, I've waited sometimes a half an hour to get yeah. through the uh, the scanners. Um, so definitely the earlier the better. The one thing I do want to mention, which um, I think is also important to note, and this is the case for Halloween and Christmas parties, um, but if you are only, if you're a family that does base tickets and not park hopping, it is a night that allows you to actually go into two parks on one day. So what I always suggest is if you are a base ticket holder, do not go to Magic Kingdom that day. Don't don't make a park reservation for Magic Kingdom. Go to Epcot. Go to Hollywood Studios. Go to Animal, Animal Kingdom because you will not need another park reservation or you'll be able to quote unquote park hop, which it's not really hopping with your mm. ticket. So that's a really great strategy. Um, you know, don't make Magic Kingdom, don't think to yourself, well, I'm going to the party that night. I have to go to Magic Kingdom early. It's the one opportunity for you to go to two parks in one day. Absolutely. And another piece of advice that I have, at least sort of on that same subject, is if you were to show up at 4 p.m., there's a few other reasons why that's beneficial to you. Um, For starters, if you wanted to enjoy a few attractions, since at nighttime, we highly recommend during the party hours enjoying things like the characters and the shows and the unique food offerings and the cookie stroll and all that sort of deal. Like, trust me, as we spoke about with Serena from Living by Disney on, on the episode that she came on, she spoke highly about like you go to the parties for the entertainment. And I totally agree with that. Um, in fact, we've shouted out that line a few times because it is just so important for people to remember. But regardless, another piece of information is characters. We were speaking about characters previously on Not So Scary, and we spoke about how it could take up to three, four hours sometimes just to meet Jack and Sally. Now, that is still the case, okay? So uh, Jack and Sally are now decked out in Sandy Claus and Sally, so dressed up in his full Santa Claus outfit, you can meet Jack Skellington. And again, very unique, only available to be able to do during this party. And the reason I bring this up is you're going to want to get in line. If you want to meet him, you actually want to get in line as early as that four o'clock window. So getting there, getting in line and and going through that is is highly important. Um, And I think can sort of be like a make or break between really like starting your your sort of night off strong if if that character specifically is a huge deal to you. Yeah. Just in it my is opinion. for most people. Yeah, and I mean it's look, the the we're gonna talk about characters too in this episode, but you know, the characters at Very Mary, we spoke about this with Not So Scary, but the characters here, a lot of them are dressed in outfits you can't find 
any t other time of year or anywhere else. So not at another park, nowhere else. So it's unique to your actual ticket offering. So if you want to see the specific characters, all the very cool characters, then you're going to want to be there and using that extra three hours to sort of either get in line really quickly or prep your day a little bit. Maybe you get to do a few rides and attractions that you wanted to do. So then when the party starts, you jump right into characters and cookies and hot cocoa and, you know, all that fun jazz like that. That's just a huge sort of window that can really sort of make your whole party a lot better, I would say. So another piece of information as we continue to talk about characters, um, this past Halloween party, we saw the return of the Seven Dwarves. So, of course, at the time of this episode being out, and or at the time of us recording, we're not completely positive on that. However, I will say I'm very hopeful, um, not just for the Seven Dwarves, but there's so many other great characters. So let me talk a little bit about that in some of the characters that were at the 2022 party, just so you can have a little bit of an idea of what was offered last year. I had this list pulled up for, for the episode, just so you guys can have a little bit of an idea. So for example, of course you have Mickey Mouse and Jack Skellington as Sandy Claus and Sally. Those two, those two meet and greets will be in Main Street. Mickey Mouse is decked out in his holiday best, so it is worth going to see Mickey if you want to see him in his Christmas attire. Aladdin and Abu are alternating with Jasmine and Genie over in Adventureland. Um, Moana was also around uh, last year during uh, the party. Jack Sparrow. Uh, Santa Claus meets and greets in Liberty Square. So if you want to meet Santa, that is something you can do during party hours. Uh, there's also several more characters such as Tweedledee and Tweedledum, Pooh and Friends, next to the many adventures of Winnie the Pooh, Snow White. Other characters such as Minnie Mouse, Daisy Duck, Donald Duck, Scrooge McDuck, which is very cool. A lot of these main characters, you know, main Disney characters are dressed in their holiday outfits, uh, which I think is really cool. But yeah. Yeah, so, and, and I know, um, I think it was a couple of years ago. It wasn't last year. It was a couple of years ago. Um, Santa's in the gazebo in Liberty Square, um, and it's decked out with lights. It's really, really pretty. Um, and I will say just a little tip, uh, the line for Santa gets long, gets long. Yeah. Um, and the other thing about these characters I have to mention, especially Sandy Claus and Sally, just like Jack and Sally, um, they take their time with guests that come to them. Now that's a good and a bad thing. Okay. So follow along. <laughs> it's great when you're the guest and you're like, I got all this time and you get that personal <laughs> attention, but the bad is they're giving that to everybody and the cast members, or I should say the character attendants are not rushing it at all. They're like, yeah, have your 30 minutes with Jack and Zot. No, not really 30 minutes, but, um, so that's another thing just to keep in mind. Um, there is a lot of interaction that does take a little bit more time. So keep that in mind. And that's a good thing when you're the one interacting and a not so great thing when you're in line waiting. Absolutely can confirm from personal experience what Alyssa is talking about. In fact, uh, during not so scary Halloween party, Alyssa, Greg and I actually uh, felt we were waiting for 
you know, Jack and Sally. And we were like, why is this? We are stuck in this hallway. And then once you get closer and you see how much time they spend with each guest, you realize, oh, that's why it's taken so slowly to move in this line. And again, as Alyssa said, this is this is a blessing and a curse in a way, you know, because once it's your time to shine and you get to see them, they they take your their time with you. And it is so cool to experience that. So um, regardless, as I was just sort of going over and as Alyssa was alluding to, too, like the character interactions are so great and so special at these events and they take their time with you. And, you know, if you are wanting to see characters, the biggest piece of advice that I would say during this whole little character section of this episode is, you know, make a plan um, and not just, you know, a few days beforehand or anything like that. But once you get into the park, probably the biggest piece of advice that I can give you, get a map, okay? Get a party map. Not not a ma Magic Kingdom map. Those are great too. Uh, but get a party map because your party map will have all the listed character meet and greets and their locations, which is going to help you decide, okay. And, and their times. Exactly. And their time. So that's going to be able to help you sort of plan out your night. Okay, I'm in Tomorrowland. What character is nearby that I can meet and greet soon? Okay, it's this person. Maybe I don't want to see that character. I would rather prioritize this. Like it, it just goes a long way. Um, so so don't don't forget to grab yourself a map and grab it basically right away. It, it's going to make a huge difference. And you can get difference. the maps, by the way. They're in the holders where the normal park maps are, but cast members are are always handing them out as well. Um, yes. So, you know, they're in their pockets, they're hanging them out. Um, the other thing I want to mention, Jared, I know we're going to dive a little deeper into it, but another mm -hmm. really, and again, I hope I'm not jumping because I, I don't know if we're stalling characters or not, but just another aspect of the party that I think makes the, the value of what you're spending. Um, and this might seem rather small, but I personally think it's cool is there are some treats and snacks that are just exclusive to the party. So when you see something that looks really yummy and you're like, oh, I want that, I'll get it tomorrow in Magic Kingdom at 10 a.m. No, not going to get it. Correct. Yes. So um, over on I the I jump a little bit, but just more of a general. No, thing. it's okay. I mean, it's on our list. We can move around. It's it's not a problem. Uh, so yes, uh, we, we can absolutely talk about food real quick. So one of the things that Alyssa was just alluding to are all the sort of unique food, food treats and, and, you know, everything of that nature. Well, Mickey's Very Merry, as Alyssa said, does have unique offerings that you can only get during the party hours. And the reason that's important is there's also a group of items that you can get that are available during regular park hours and during Mickey's Very Merry Party hours. These are still all holiday offerings. They're only there for a limited time, but it, it essentially operates the same as Not So Scary. But if you wanted some specific, you know, treats that are only available during the party, there is so many of them. Mickey Blog actually wrote up an entire article on all this if you want to get more of a detailed guide. But there's so many new items that have literally just came out this year. Um, everything from incredible cinnamon rolls to gingerbread shakes and, and lots of, you know, homey sort of items like that. But all over the parks, everything from, 
um, you know, churro stands. Like you could find a seasonal churro at the churro cart, but you can also go to many of the quick service locations and they'll have sort of what we call placards, little signs outside where you can see exactly what treat is in there. And this is another important piece of information about getting that map, because on a lot of the maps, you'll actually find a lot of those locations. But while we're on the topic of food and unique offerings to Very Merry, I would be remiss if we did not mention the whole cookie stroll throughout Magic Kingdom, Alyssa. I know this is a huge reason why people love this party. Um, and frankly, I just love that between both this stroll as well as the, um, you know, trick-or-treating that happens during Not So Scary, Disney has found such a unique way to sort of make each party unique in that way and also sort of just really bring out that special holiday spirit. Um, so I want to sort of explain this for, for somebody who doesn't understand or, or maybe has never been before. Um, you know, at Very Merry, there are locations scattered throughout the park that serve, you know, cookies and cocoa. And it's not just cookies and cocoa. That's the whole trick behind it, okay? At each location, there are different offerings. Now, some of them are similar, like snickerdoodles and hot cocoa. Those might pop up more than, you know, a warm apple cider or a sugar cookie. But that's what's great about it is you actually have multiple offerings at every location around the park. So I'm sure similar to me that you, you've always enjoyed this part of the party, Alyssa. So a couple things. Um, one thing, yes, I, I, that's just so cozy. I, I prefer it over trick-or-treating. Yes. I'm same. just going to be real. I like it way more than going around with a Halloween bag and that's cute. Don't get me wrong. Right. Like trick-or-treating is super fun. I prefer this, um, especially if it's a little chilly. Um, and it's nice to have that warm hot chocolate. Um, the other thing that's nice about the cookies, and I don't want to say this is for every cookie. So Jared's, please correct me, but many of them are individually wrapped. And what I like about that is you can actually eat them there or you can actually take them home. Um, and some of them are actually gourmet cookies um, where they are actually cookies from, um, you know, products from companies that you're familiar with. Um, so these aren't just like, you know, oh, you know, uh, didn't really taste that good. That was really stale or whatever. They're very fresh. Um, and I love the individual wrapped ones because Jenny could bring them home and have them the next day. But the one thing I did want to say, Jared, um, when you were talking about all the unique party exclusive treats and things like that. So I'm just going to throw this down on air that you can stand in line for however long to see you know, Sandy Claus and Sally, and I will go and partake in all of the yummy treats while you're in line waiting to meet them. You know what? You're just, I just will, you're I'll taking, take one for the team. Taking one second. for the team. Yeah. I, I just you know what? I'm, I'm going to find, like, I'm going to find Alyssa on the other side of the park with just a table with 15 <laughs> Christmas treats on it. I'm just, just like, sorry, go. Jared, I can't share. <laughs> like, oh, I wish you had a three hour wait for Sandy Claus. I oh, want my treat, party exclusive treat. Oh, yeah. yep. But anyway, yeah. I just want to say, I'm willing to do that. Um, so that just, you're not running all around. I'll run around. I'll get just, all those treats. Just and so you kind. can wait in line for the characters. Oh, wow. You know what? I appreciate you. Thank, thank you for my this. My pleasure. 
Um, we'll see. By the way, when this episode airs, let's see what really happened. Yeah, that's true. I guess we'll we'll have to circle back around and, and tell the people what happened. We'll let everyone happened. know what happens because I could be the one that was waiting for Santa Claus, and Jared's got chocolate coming down. You know, crumb <laughs> cookie crumbs. Yeah, I'll I'll try to lie and tell you that the desserts were awful while I have just cookie crumbs on my face all over. Yeah. <laughs> But no, I mean, between the cookie stroll and all the unique offerings, if again, if you want to see a more detailed guide into all the treats that are at this year's party, we do have a full article on that over at makeyblog.com. But there are so many unique food offerings that are you can only get at, you know, the party. So, for example, the holiday pot roast melt, the holiday turkey burger, the Christmas cookie cake the holiday holiday ham fried pie like these are all obviously very festive treats but i just love that as Alyssa mentioned earlier they are only available to you if you go to the party because that adds that extra incentive to get the tickets you know and to go to the party itself because and i know there's certain people within the theme parks fandoms who sort of get upset about this they say oh well it's stuck behind a paywall and I'm sorry, but like, that's kind of the point. Like it's, it's kind of supposed to be behind that paywall because that it, it's offering, these are special offerings for the guests who get to go to those parties. So that's just my take on that. I'm not going to go into some hot, hot topic debate on this episode, but I just wanted to mention that. I just feel like the, the party guests deserve to have these special offerings because they are paying the extra money to go to the party and, and having the extra treats and the holiday offerings is, is a great way to sort of add to the, to the magicalness of it but all. Let's say one thing though, just to make sure our listeners and viewers understand this. If it doesn't fit in your budget, if it's something that you don't see adding value to your Disney vacation, that's Okay you are still going to experience the holidays at Walt Disney World. There will still be characters, right? Like, I just want to make sure. And by the way, that's not to say we are encouraging everyone out there to get their party tickets, right? But I just wanted to say on the flip side, I don't want anyone listening to this going, so my trip's going to be ruined if I don't pay extra money or (laughs) I don't go. I won't be able to see specific characters or treats and whatnot. Um, that doesn't make or break a vacation per se. Um, if it's again, outside the budget or it just doesn't seem to fit yeah. into the schedule, you are still going to see the holidays at Walt Disney world. You're still going to have lots of fun holiday treats. You're still going to see holiday characters. You're still going to see the beautiful resorts all decorated. So yes, we encourage everybody. And which is why we're having this episode. It's a beautiful party. We tell everyone, do it. It's worth the money. But don't feel discouraged if you're listening to this saying, so I'm going to have, it's going to ruin my vacation if I'm not there. Do do you agree, Jaren? I totally agree. In fact, you know, we're going to have lots of Christmas episodes, obviously, in the next eight weeks. Um, And one of the episodes we're going to talk about, you know, is more specific to all the fun ways you can celebrate the holidays outside of the parks because what makes Disney so special during the holiday season is they they do like 150% all right and then they go even beyond that and then they go even beyond that and then they go even beyond that so Alyssa just really hit the nail on the head in a sense where like okay so what what this party does is it just gives you even more Christmas. It's for the people like Alyssa and I who love Christmas so much that you want 
the most extreme, amazing Christmas event out there. And man, does Disney nail it. However, let me tell you folks something. Um, there's you could go to the magic kingdom on a regular evening night a non-party night and still enjoy one of the most festive nights of your life i mean that you can't get more festive than magic kingdom at this time of year they deck it out like you've never seen before the resorts every single resort is decked out for the holiday season i mean it's it's frankly incredible what they do um and and i i totally agree with what Alyssa is saying so if you want these exclusive treats, they're there for you, but do not think for a second, like, oh, if I don't go to Very Merry, like, I won't have a holly jolly time at Disney World. That's not possible to not have a holly jolly time at Walt Disney World during the they holiday season. They took the holiday cannon and they sprayed <laughs> it everywhere. Yeah, over every fact, square inch. Just a funny, funny, quick story. And I know where you're, Jared, you want to do like sort of the inter halftime sort of show, if you will. Mm -hmm. Um, but last week, uh, Jared and I on Thursday morning, super early, it was still dark. Um, yeah. we went to magic kingdom and there was decorations. Um, and we thought we were excited, right? We saw things and, um, there was some new merchandise and, um, you know, it was, it was exciting and we kind of left there feeling, you know, pretty jolly. And then mm -hmm. one of the Mickey blog reporters went back on Friday morning and Jared and I realized that they didn't show us much of anything on their I know. I know. Uh, that was like, they literally on Thursday night, usually the night before, you know, we were expecting a lot and we, we had a little taste. Mm -hmm. Jared and I just had a little minor, little appetizer because yeah. when we had a Mickey blog reporter go back the next morning. I think Jared texted me. He's like, "Was were they just teasing us yesterday morning? Because they just exploded with you know the the stuff. So all the holiday you know decor and music started playing. Um, more treats, more merchandise. So I will say it is on right now. Now to be fair, not every inch of Walt Disney World is decorated yet. Um, the resorts, you know, like. The gingerbread house, the Grand Floridian, and stuff. But you know, we're still waiting, so it's yeah. a progress, and that's about right for this time of year. I usually right. tell my guests that go, or you know, I'd wait till at least the second week of November is completed before you, if you really want the full Disney experience. Yeah, I mean, technically, if you really want it all fully out. I would wait until the start of Festival of the Holidays because Epcot isn't going to be completely decked out for the holidays until the 24th or the first day of Festival of the Holidays. But everywhere else by that time should be pretty much decked out. And and it's it's a gradual progression, right? Alyssa and I were there on the opening day of the changeover. Um, but, you know, Disney can work its magic, but not they they aren't, you know, they can't do it to the extent of snapping a finger and everything's perfect. They gradually add more and more things. The tree came the next day and more and more and more and more has come since. But let's make sure that our listeners and viewers know that if you keep staying along with Mickey blog news, you will know exactly when everything is up because as soon as resorts get decorated the day of other, you know, the other parks, you know, day of, um, Mickey Blug's going to bring it to you day of. Yeah, totally, totally agree. I mean, we are, we are, 
you know, basically locked and loaded and ready for every single Christmas thing possible. So, you know, if you're if you're considering anything Christmas related or if you're just in need of a pretty Christmas video, uh, we have it. I promise you. So head over to the Mickey blog pages for that. But we are going to take our break, as we always do, midway through the episode. Today, we just wanted to mention during this episode and every episode that the Mickey Blog Podcast is brought to you by Mickey Travels. And Mickey Travels is a nationally recognized leader in Disney vacation planning. They are diamond earmarked by Disney, and their services are always 100% free. Reach out to Mickey Travels today for a free quote on your Disney vacation at MickeyTravels.com. That's MickeyTravels.com, Mickey Magic one vacation at a time. And again, we spoke about this earlier, but I did want to mention again that if you are considering traveling to Disney during the holiday season, you would want to reach out to Mickey Travels where they can help not just book your trip for you, but plan it all for you and get tickets for you, such as Very Merry or Jollywood Nights. And there are nights that are selling out every single day. So if you want to get your tickets, of course, reach out to us as soon as possible. And and let's say you're just wanting to even go to a party. That's still okay. We can still book those tickets as well. So reach out to Mickey Travels if you do need help booking anything Disney-related and specifically those Disney holiday-related things. Because hopefully by the end of this episode... You are convinced to go to Very Merry if you haven't already gone, or if you are on the fence, hopefully you're like, you know what, Jared, once he started talking about waiting in line while Alyssa ate all those treats, it, it just really sold me, and now I'm in. Um, so so let's, uh, let's turn it over to the second half of the episode, because we're going to talk about entertainment next. Um, and all the incredible offerings and that, you know, side of the coin. Um, and also, you know, hopefully if we have some time at the end, we'll talk a little bit more about Christmas specifically and what is our favorites of the favorites at this party and why this party is so special. We talked a little bit about that at the beginning, but, you know, save save some of that stuff towards the end. First of all, the Frozen Holiday Surprise. This is new for 2023. Magic Kingdom will offer the Frozen Holiday Surprise, a Frozen-inspired show that will illuminate the castle in a brand new way. So you will get to see Elsa, Anna, Olaf, Kristoff, and, you know, all sort of the Frozen favorite characters. And this will essentially light up the castle. um, And the showings take place twice a night at 6.15 and 8.15. Um, so this is very exciting. It's a great, it's a great new offering, new way to sort of light up the show, uh, light up the castle. I know, I know before you're thinking it and before you're saying it, I know we got some fans out there that probably missed the dream lights. I'm sorry. I don't have the news and the, and <laughs> Alyssa's pointing to herself. If you're not watching, uh, I, I wish I could tell you that those were a thing this year, but um, unfortunately, that's not the case. However, I do like that they are offering this as, you know, a sort of alternative because they could have just said, oh, no dream lights and no nothing. Just uh, enjoy the castle, basically. So this is something. It's a great show. Obviously, Frozen is one of the most popular franchises that Disney has. Both of those films made over a billion dollars. They're releasing international park lands all over the globe with Frozen, um, you know, themed lands. So it's it's very popular. The kids, I'm sure, will love it. And uh, I'm excited to see it. So I, I agree. I mean, I am sad that Dreamlights is not back. You know, every, we keep hoping every year since COVID, yeah. you know, oh, it's going to come back. Um, but I'm going to give this a chance. 
Yeah. And I don't want to say, oh, you know, it's going to not going to be the same. It's not going to be worth it. Blah, blah, blah. Um, it, I expect it to be very beautiful. I do. I think they're yeah. going to make it beautiful. I think it's going to be now again. I think the one big difference is once the dream lights were lit and illuminated, they stayed on the whole night and it was really yeah. beautiful to see every aspect of the castle from every angle. Um, I am guessing, but please don't quote me because I don't know yet um, that this will be a show and then it'll go off and sort of be back to regular castle color. But I'm not sure. Maybe it'll stay illuminated. You know, we're all going to find out together. But I will say when this episode airs, um, Mickey blog will have an article and video and pictures of this beautiful, you know, happening. Um, so you guys, by the time this is, you guys see this video of this podcast, you will have already seen what this is going to be about. Correct. Yeah, we will have footage of this. It is technically debuting during a non-party night on November 7th. Um, and just to sort of follow up on what you were saying, Alyssa, uh, they have stated that once the castle is magically transformed, the look will remain projected throughout the evening. So it's supposed to Happy. provide that perfect wintry backdrop uh, throughout the entirety of the evening, which is great news. Um, you know, I love that it's not like, a, okay, if you oh. missed the show, you didn't get to see the, the pretty you know, Arendelle inspired castle. So, you know, just something, something to keep in mind. Um, speaking of different sort of, uh, you know, entertainment and big deals that you're going to want to enjoy. Let's talk briefly about Mickey's once upon a Christmas time parade, which is extremely popular, a beloved parade that takes place during Mickey's very merry Christmas party. And those show times will take place during 8.30 and 11 p.m. The parade will start just like, you know, every other parade. It's going to start over there in Adventureland and make its way all the way through Frontierland, Liberty Square, through the hub and down Main Street, USA. Um, it is such a magical parade. You know, if you love Christmas at all, it's impossible not to love this parade because you get to see basically all your favorite Disney characters in their holiday best. Um, it ends with Santa, which I think is awesome. Um, obviously, Mickey and Minnie towards the end as well. But watching this parade on Main Street with the uh, sort of snope coming down and all the lights, I mean, it's hard to describe. Uh, but I distinctly remember last year watching it um, and covering it for Mickey Blog. And I remember being right in front of the Town Square Theater and watching like the snowfall and Santa and the tree. And I remember just thinking to myself, like, this is so incredible. They do such an amazing job. So I don't know. I'm sure you feel the same. I know people say that Boo to You is Walt Disney World's best parade, and I can totally respect that. Uh, but as a Christmas fan, I personally love this one a little bit better. Um, it's a pretty incredible parade. I love them both. Um, yeah, I'm a bigger fan of the Once Upon a Christmas Time parade. Um, but I will say the song will get in your head just like Boo to You. Not going to lie about it. You will be singing that song over and over and over um i love it i mean like you said with the snow coming down all the lights um again i think it really they're both incredible parades so well choreographed so well put together i i would never say that booty parade is you know 
I love it. Yeah, um, I love it's it, I love incredible. It. But yeah. again, I think the what it comes down to is, are you a bigger Halloween fan or are you a bigger Christmas fan? I think there are definitely some Mickey blog team members who would, you know, they're team Halloween. We love them, right? right. We, we love them. We have no animosity. Um, and their big thing is boo to you and very, and not mm-hmm. so scary and all that stuff. Um, this is just to me, it, it just brings in the, all the feels of a winter wonderland, the holidays, holly jolly. Um, it, it's just a perfect way to, to kick off the holiday season. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, again, it, it's, you really can't go wrong. Um, I mean, I know a lot of people who actually prefer very merry the party, but prefer boo to you the parade. And I think that's totally fair because boo to you is an incredible parade. Um, you know, the grave diggers and all that towards the end, it's, it's spectacular. Um, the sort of equivalent to the grave diggers with this parade are the toy soldiers that show up at the end and they're pretty spectacular getting to see that and hear all the noise of them marching down main street. It's really, really special. The music it's it's really an absolute must do if you're going to go to this event. You have to see the parade. I'm not going to tell you you have to see the first one because there are two parade offerings. And frankly, lots of people say that they get a much better view if you stick around for the second parade because most people are sitting there thinking the same thing. Let me watch this parade. I haven't seen it. I want to see the first parade. Totally understand it. However, if you want to arrange your night to see the second parade at 11, you know, and obviously if you have kids, you got to make sure they can stay up that late and everything like that. But lots of times you're going to get a spectacular view at the second parade. So just something to sort of be aware of. Um, it will be but, way less crowded at the 11 yes. o'clock parade because one thing that might shock people is especially, maybe it won't shock people, but especially families that have very young kids, they will leave after the first Once Upon a Christmas Time parade. It's, you know, by the time it hits Main Street, um, it's probably close to 9 p.m. Because remember, it does kick off at 8.30, but it it's pretty, I mean, just remember, they do have the Incredit crew that comes out and it entertains, and that's super fun. Um, but it's every bit of 9. The parade's, what would you say, Jared, maybe 15, 20 minutes, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. So it's flirting with 9.30. By the time, you know, especially if you're down by, by the end of Main Street, um, and a lot of people will leave at that point. Um, not right. everybody by any means, but so if you want a less crowded, go do the attractions, go see the characters, go eat cookies and hot and drink hot chocolate during the first parade and wait for the second one. Yeah. And, and also another sort of good piece of advice too, for this, if you if you're okay with not waiting on Main Street USA, if you head over to areas like Liberty Square, Frontierland, especially for the second parade, you're going to find a very good spot for the parade. Um, but again, I totally understand why you would want to be on Main Street for the actual parade. So I, I'm just going to say, Jared, this is where we I agree wholeheartedly with what you just said. However, I'm going to tell our listeners and viewers... You need to be on Main Street. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, Jared is correct. There will be better spots probably. In But for a reason, you know. Exactly. Because I'm going to be on Main. I'm going to be down by the Christmas tree getting a front vision of the characters and the floats coming down with the castle in the background. 
Um, you know, remember you've got this gorgeous tree at the end of Main Street. You've got the lanterns lit. You've got the wreaths lit. You've got all the buildings lit. Yeah, no, Jared, you will not find me in a, in Liberty Square <laughs> or Adventureland or Frontier. Yeah, I I didn't think so. Uh, no. I I can confirm where I believe we'll find Alyssa. Um, the yes, night. you know where to find um, me for the parade. But another piece of information before we move on to the fireworks show. Um, I just wanted to mention when it comes to the parade, if you do want a spot on Main Street and if you want a really good spot, especially, you know, where Alyssa is referring to, you know, by the tree or towards the very beginning of Main Street or end of Main Street, depending on your point of view, um, highly recommend getting there, frankly, close to an hour beforehand. Um, and I'm not making that up. I wish I was. Trust me. Um, people will camp out. For some people, will camp out over two hours. Alyssa's one of them. She's done that before, um, especially. I will do that again. Um, and she will right underneath the tree, that spot where you can see directly straight down Main Street. I know for an absolute fact that guests will try to line up there two hours before the parade. So if you want that spot, you do have to get there two hours beforehand. Now, obviously, I understand why that's not for everybody, right? You know, you have your you have a certain amount of time at the party and you want to make the most of it. I totally get it. However, if the parade is like a huge priority and getting that amazing view is a huge priority, just be aware of that. Um, but remember so, that anywhere that you see this parade, you know, can I just be real for a minute, Jared? Of course. You know, the reason that I will stand there and I did, I've done, you know, I've done it for the last few years. I'm going to do it again this year. I did it for Booty You is because obviously, and this is, I want our listeners and viewers to hear this. This is so Mickey blog can get them the best footage, pictures, videos. Like we're doing this for them, right? Like we're standing in mm -hmm. line for the characters for that. Well, I know people are saying, come on, it's for you as well. Yes, it is. Of course. But we're doing it for that. Now, if you are there on vacation, you do not need to have that view. You're still going to absolutely love this parade wherever you see it from. But the one thing I will say is it does get a little tricky when you're two, three, four people deep on the sidewalk. So what I would say is you don't have to be in front of the tree, but it is really great to be on the front line as it comes down. And I will say that as a backup backup option, um, I also think that standing over by in front of Tony's and the Town Square Theater you know, if you're okay not seeing the actual castle itself, if you sort of get towards the end and you're struggling to find a spot, oftentimes those spots will fill up very last because, you know, that's closest to the exit and entrance of the park. And I actually love that view over there because you get a view of the tree and the snow and, you know, the actual um, parade coming right towards you. So you know, another, another little trick, Jared, and this is not for the faint of heart because this is a little bit off the beaten path, but literally right as the parade is coming through going toward like by the firehouse. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you why now that's the very end of the parade, right? Cause that's where they go in and that's where they open the gates. And it's, if everyone follows me, it's right outside the Emporium, but where the firehouse is. But one thing I love about that, sometimes we'll even run back over there is because there's not very many guests on the other side by the firehouse. 
So the characters mm-hmm. do interact much more, especially when it's near the end of the parade with those standing on the right-hand side by the Emporium. Do you follow kind of what I'm saying? Am I, am I making any sense? No, I agree. And, and what's the, the main point I think we're trying to make here is obviously this parade's going to be special no matter what, but some of the areas that we're sort of pointing at towards you is for you to almost see it from a perspective as them sort of coming towards you. You know, whether it's at the end of Main Street USA or by the firehouse, it's really special to capture photos, videos, and just see it when these characters are coming right towards you. So regardless, you know, as Alyssa said, you're not going to, you're not going to dislike the parade no matter where you are, but this is just sort of some pros, tips and tricks, regardless for, for wherever you specifically want to go, um, for this parade. And the biggest tip of all is don't miss it because it's really special. So moving on to the Minnie's Wonderful Christmas Time Fireworks, which is a wonderful fireworks show. I will mention that this, of course, is exclusive to the party. So you will see only specifically these fireworks during this specific party. And on top of that, another piece of information that you'll want to know about is there are there's only one showtime. Okay, so the parade, you got two showtimes. Lots of the other stage shows, which we're going to talk about next, you got several other showtimes. But this, you only got one showtime. It's at 10 p.m., and you don't want to miss it. This is another must-do. Um, it's it's your chance to really see Christmas, you know, in the sky, really. And frankly, um, you know, if you want to really time it perfectly, get towards the end of Main Street, you know, for the parade that starts at 8.30, and then boom, you can literally hang around because by the time the parade's ending, you're going to be already in your spot for the fireworks and then you're watching the fireworks. So, you know, if you're, if you're wanting to catch the entertainment, that's a really great way to sort of do it back to back. But yeah. Um, another piece of information you're going to want to know about is Mickey's most merriest celebration, which of course is their own sort of holiday party you know, singing and and dancing and all that sort of fun stuff, everything like that. Showtimes for that begin at 7.40, but also take place at 9.25, 10.35, and 11.55. Very fun little show on the stage, um, you know, similar to the Hocus Pocus stage show um, that takes place during, uh, you know, Not So Scary. So, and beyond that, another piece of information that I wanted to mention is throughout the parks, there's a lot of other stage shows and, you know, sort of ways to enjoy um, the park. Uh, for example, the, you know, you're going to see the Reindeer Wranglers, you know, that's that's going to take on multiple uh, time periods over in Frontierland. You can see the Club, Club Tinsel Dance Party, which is over at Cosmic Rays, the Edge Effect, and of course the totally Tomorrowland Christmas show, which takes place on the Tomorrowland stage. So the reason I bring this all up is, you know, you're going to be walking around and you might see a bunch of characters on a stage dancing and you'd be like, oh my gosh, what's this? Um, All those little separate shows do have several show times. Okay. So no need to fear if you walk by and you're like, oh my gosh, uh, you know, uh, Pooh Bear's on stage dancing. You're going to, it's okay. There's other show times. So again, Big reason why you're gonna need that map and uh, and uh, keep it handy because it it's it's gonna help you greatly. Um, so yeah, uh, another sort of piece of information. The last bit I want to mention on this episode, Alyssa, before we talk a few little 
you know, uh, more personal questions. I did want to just say that um, you can also catch several attractions, of course, um, and throughout the, you know, party, you're going to be able to get on like Tron Light Cycle, which will be running on a virtual queue and lots of other shows and, you know, plenty of rides. But the reason it kind of seems like, Jared, why are you mentioning this at the very end of the episode is, again, we've already said this before, but, you know, oftentimes, in our humble opinion, at least, you're going to the party for the stuff outside of the attractions. Not to say you shouldn't go on it, because if you want to, of course, please do. But when it comes to these parades, the shows, the fireworks, the food, the cookie strolls, you know, staring at the Christmas tree on Main Street like Jared did last year for about an hour straight, whatever is your cup of tea or cup of cocoa, uh, just just know that um, the entertainment is really spectacular. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, like we said before, this is an episode just to get everybody excited. Um, there are a couple of party dates that are currently sold out, but I will say I myself just noticed about two hours ago that the last party on December 22nd, which was sold out, is now available again. Yeah. Yeah. Which it happens. It does happen. And I was really surprised. I actually went in looking to see what else was sold out so we could share it with everybody. And I noticed that it's back up with an not as sold out thing over it. So, you know, don't just what, if you think, oh, we're going to be in town this time on vacation, it's already sold out. Don't fear because, you know, it can, you know, um, happen that way, but they are selling out. Um, and it's definitely something that is just, um, again, it's not the end of the world if it's not for you, but we are big fans. Um, but I promise you, whether you go or don't go, Mickey Blog is going to bring all of the entertainment, the meet and greets, the food, the entertainment, the festivities, the holly jolly to every one of you. If you continue to read our articles and go to all the social platforms, um, I feel like I'm doing your part, Jared, but you know what I'm saying? Like, we will share it whether you get to attend it or not. Absolutely. If you want to see Jared in a Christmas hat, Alyssa making fun of Jared in a Christmas hat, you name it, you're going to see it all. Um, and we will have it all for you over at mickeyblog.com, but all over social media as well, uh, between Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, yeah. and all that fun jazz, as I like to always say, um, you will not miss a thing if you, uh, you know, are following us and you know, regardless, we have lots more Christmas episodes on the way. So do not think for a second that this is the last bit uh, because, you know, we're just entering November. So uh, we do have a great stretch of Christmas related episodes coming your way. Um, and obviously lots of things to do and see during the holiday season. Um, so if you enjoyed this episode, we do hope that you hit that subscribe button um, to get more episodes in the future. Uh, leave us a good rating and review. It actually helps more people who haven't heard of our podcast before see it. Um, so if you're on Apple or Spotify, anything of that sort, leave us a good rating and review. And you can find the podcast 
also in a viewable format on YouTube as well. So rather than just listening to the podcast, you can also watch the podcast on the Mickey blog YouTube channel, which I always recommend because frankly, there's certain things, certain jokes that just, they're going to hit better when you're seeing Alyssa roll her eyes at me in real time. It's just, it's better that way. But again, it's up to you. We're on all audio platforms as well. And the Mickey blog podcast will have new episodes out every single Friday, as we always do. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you so much for a year of podcast episodes in a year of magic and and fun. And it's only um, the start. It really is. I mean, there's a lot of Disney podcasts out there. um, And I know we were sort of late to the podcasting game, but um, we're sort of trying to find our own footing. And and we're so grateful to everybody who has supported us on this journey. And uh, can't wait for for many more. Um, there was lots more I plan to talk about, but we are out of time for today. Have no fear. As I said, lots more Christmas episodes on the way. Um, so we hope you enjoy this episode. And we hope we convinced you into going to Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. Happy Very Merry. All right. Have a good rest of your day. And uh, we'll see you next time.